Hi babe. Hey. How are you? Good. Nice to see you again. Nice to see you too. I love our little recording days. I know. They are fun. They are. It breaks my week up. Yes. <laughs> it does though, doesn't it? Needed. Yeah. I love it. I get to drive down the M25, see loads of traffic. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> what more could you want? <laughs> yeah. When you're in traffic, what do you sing to? FYI. This is a very important question. Do you know, I mean, a lot, but do you know what today was? What? Prepping me for this episode. Yeah. Troy Sivan. Oh. Obsessed with him. Yeah. Love. I love him. And his last album came out in 2018. Why? I don't know. I just, he must That's be one a of those. Time. Yeah. But um, I love... It's like Adele. Yeah, but I just, I just, I just love his stuff, mm. and um, it got me in my queer thinking space. Love a bit of queer Loved thinking. Loved it. Well, so I'm yeah. wearing Cher, mm. and I listen to Cher obviously like every day. Amazing. Which makes me super gay. Abs, you are the gayest gay <laughs> of life today. <laughs> which feeds right into this podcast episode yeah. entitled gay. "Gay." But anyway, welcome, lovely listener, to. Can, Can we, we talk? talk? Um, I'm Simon. Oh, I'm having a drink. <laughs> and I'm Tom. I've just had some toast. So. You have, yeah. There's nothing around your mouth, don't worry. Good, okay. Um, that is my dog Dylan tapping. I'm so sorry, listener, if you can hear dogs. Um, but we have dogs, and everyone's going to have to be okay with that. This is reality, right? <laughs> this is real life. Mm-hmm. We're sat in my kitchen, the sun is shining, and the dogs are tapping. The weather's been good, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It makes everyone really happy. It does. Dylan. <laughs> oh, he's getting into bed. Oh, good. Thank God. He's like, oh, I've had enough of is this. that enough? I've had enough of tiptoeing around. Tap dancing. He's got his high heels on. Oh, my God. His jazz hands. <laughs> jazz hands for our gay episode. We just wanted to talk about all things gay, basically. We just want to talk about being gay. About being gay. <laughs> because we are gay. Yeah. How many times are we going to say gay in this episode? I'm going to predict around 69. <laughs> I'm actually trying to count them after... I listen back. Do it. Um, being gay is great, though, right? Being, do you know what? Actually, being gay I, is great. I absolutely. It's funny you should say that because it. someone asked me. I think it was about a year ago. Do you like being gay? I know what. Yeah, I know what you're gonna say. And I wholeheartedly didn't even have to think about it, mm. and I said, "Yes, yes, absolutely, yes." And when you think about it, like the hardships. Mm-hmm. We've, we've had to go through the trauma that we're still living with yeah um, wouldn't swap it no for the world and I can hand on heart say that and I think as I've gotten older mm. that um, relationship with the community has just I don't know just feels like I feel more connected to my community mm. more tied to it I think I was just very young and free living my best life didn't really care mm. to think about it much mm-hmm. whereas now I don't know, I'm just incredibly proud. And yeah. I, I absolutely am so proud and love being gay. I just can't imagine, for me, a world of being straight. And I know that's a really, really weird thing to say. But you know how straight people will be like, oh, yeah, love you, great. Yeah. It's not for me. But And I'm like, babe, it's, babe straight, straight is not for me. me. And be- because we are, we were born this way, yeah. right? To quote the Queen Gaga, we were born this way and we don't know any different. Could you be any gayer than that comment that you just made? You cannot do a gay episode on a podcast without the Queen quoting Gaga. Lady Gaga. I You're the one us. in a share t-shirt. Look, I am embracing this. 
I'm embracing my gay for you today. Uh, but I agree. I actually, I actually feel like the. I think we both had probably quite different, like gay teenage mm-hmm. years. Because mm-hmm. I think you've said before, you were a bit more like suburban gay. Yeah. You weren't necessarily in central London every weekend. No. I was that gay. Yeah. I was in. I was at Heaven nightclub. Mm. Well, I met my husband in heaven. I love that. I was in heaven nightclub. I think at one point every... Sorry, that's my other dog, Dolly, drinking. (laughs) I was in heaven nightclub every Wednesday, Friday and Saturday for about five years. That is intense. It became just like a youth club for us. Yeah. And we knew everyone there and we had the time of our lives. Oh, I love that. But then I had this other side of like my gay kind of teenage 20s years of being in drag and I worked in drag in Soho with mm. a friend and I feel like I saw everything I needed to see mm. I just saw everything wow and there was nothing that I didn't see nothing yeah. that I wanted to see nothing that I miss. I feel like I missed yeah. because I made sure that I did all that stuff mm. and I feel like there are gay kids growing up now who may not have the amenities to go into central London you don't need to go into central no. London but I feel like I really did have a good eye-opening yeah. experience. Not all of it was amazing, but no. I feel like it was, you know, I had, I've had homophobia, I actually had homophobia around where I live and I live in like a really tiny yeah. village. Yeah. And this was only last year. Wow. So it's still rife. Yeah. But I think when I was like growing up and coming out, I just had a bit of a ball. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Really good for you. Yeah. That's what, you know, it's that exploration time and the time to kind of figure out and find out who you are and experience all the things. Mm. I, mine was, couldn't really be further from that, I guess. But mm. yeah, growing up in suburbia in a little village, yeah, it just wasn't really an option to, you know, the London thing wasn't an option. But I did meet my husband, didn't I, at 17. Oh my God, you forget. Like, that's really You were young. 17. I was 17, yeah. Because if he was 17, you'd be like 12. Yeah, he's tw- he was 23. <laughs> Um, I know, but I was I just loved it. He was renting a flat in Reading. Oh my god! Um, and I was growing up in Maidenhead, and um, yeah, I just loved it. I was like, I'm going, I'm going to my band's flat. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I love this. <laughs> it was so cute, and I think. Um, so you've been together literally since you were seventeen. Yeah, my whole life basically. And there's been no deviation. <laughs> None. <laughs> Whoa, we're going deep quick on the podcast today. <laughs> there's been nothing, there's been no gay saunas. Oh, do you know no, what? No. Missed out on the gay sauna. I mean, that's amazing. We can still go. We, you can go to the couple. Why not? What's that club I think like? we'd love it. Oh my God, I forgot we'd the probably, I think we would like. probably really love it. Even if you weren't going to do anything, it's kind of like an experience. It's just to see an experience. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I would never go into a gay sauna just because it's just not my vibe. But no. I know friends who have and they love it. And yeah. I'm really, I'm so intrigued by it. Yeah. I have I, to ask every question. Yeah. I've been into a dark room. No, never have. But it was hilarious. It wasn't for what me. What is to a have. dark room? In a club, a dark room is basically a dark room. Anyone can go in. Anyone can go in, but it's purely just to have unadulterated just sex. Shenanigans. Do you, so you see them? Well, you can only see them when they're like up close to you. 
Oh my god. So other than that, no, because it's pitch black. No. And I didn't go in for sex reasons because I'm not that kind of guy. So what if someone but, like came on to you? And well, then... like I was grabbed, but you just so it was the you most hilarious no? thing. I was with friends. We went to this club. We were all drunk. And my friend said, let's all go to the dark, into the dark room. Yeah. And I'm not joking, we, there was five of us. We held hands through the dark Oh my God. In the dark room. Yeah. And we were like screaming as we went through yeah. it. It was just like a... Just was, a fun thing it to It was do. a fun thing. But obviously people take it seriously. Of course, yeah. I've just never done it. That could be, it's a real kink for some people. Do you know what I mean? It's their thing. We all have our own things. I love hearing about people's kinks. Yeah. Dare I ask? Honestly... I would say very vanilla. Right. Yeah, like kinks. Really? Kink, I, mean, I reckon there's something that you're not telling me. I mean, I'm very. I'm, I'm a whip or a chain or definitely a Definitely not on the old bondage scene, but I'm, I'm partial to an armpit. Oh, okay. I, you know, the spicier the better. Wow, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Armpit. I see that. Yeah, I'm here for that. Mm. Um, I like grey tracks with bottoms. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> not on me. <laughs> <laughs> no do you know what I I mean god of course we all will mm. have a look mm. right mm. anyone who says they don't yeah I, I, I what's don't... really awkward is you don't wear them then when, when you wear them as a, as a guy people do look yeah I don't ever wear them oh I love them just for comfort you wear them yeah do you, do you are you conscious that people would have a look and do you no. kind of like the fact that people would have a look or does that um... not come into your mind I like the fact that the guy looks, yeah. See, oh God, this is really interesting. Yeah. This is what this podcast oh, is all about. No, of course, but I don't wear Can them we to... we talk about grey tracks and bottoms? I don't wear them to get looked at. I wear them purely because they are... Yeah, but do you not? Subconsciously, you True. might. Oh, God, do you think? Mm. Maybe I do. Does Danny like you in grey tracks and bottoms? Yeah, he loves me in, like, anything that he can see. <laughs> <laughs> if we're out and about, he'll literally be like, yeah, those trousers are a bit like... I'm like, oh... Sorry. I love this. <laughs> this is great news. It is, but it's just like, oh, I don't know. I, but yeah, I really don't wear grey tracksuit bottoms just to show the penis. No, I obviously I get that. But I, I think so. Oh my God. Hello, yeah. TikTok, my oh. For You page is usually... Porn. Yeah. Yeah. Every third video, I would say, yeah. is some guy with no underwear on yeah. in tracksuit bottoms. Well, the algorithm knows you well. It does, but also I do feel like even my friends' algorithms are serve these kind of people as well, oh, and really? they're totally they like might not be gay, yeah, or men, mm. which is weird, right? I feel like there's lots of those kind of men a on lot, TikTok. A lot of people are doing it, and I think a lot of them are straight. They just want to. They just yeah. want people to see their they willies just want it, flying they're just around. They're showing it off. Which is they're hoping you join their OnlyFans. That's yeah, I mean, oh, can we talk about OnlyFans? Yeah, have you got one? No, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, have you? No, oh my god. You do? No, I don't. But if Instagram goes to pot, I'll do it. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, obviously, Nick and I have had serious conversations. How do we get more money? Yeah. OnlyFans. Let's get our feet. Yeah, out. do it. People no. go. I know someone who does foot porn. Really? Yeah, she makes a good wage. She. Yeah. Mm. I feel like women's feet are generally just better than men's feet. Yeah, I'm not. I hate I'm my not feet. like. I'm not into feet. I hate my feet. Nah, I, I don't. Know. I don't. No, I mean, Danny's feet are lovely. My husband's feet. Nick's are great. feet are lovely. But I, yeah, they don't do it for me. No, I would never suck a toe. No. Yeah, I mean, we've descended into kinks. But you know which what? Is fine. So this is the thing as well. We need to talk about gay mm. culture, because I think we are seen as a community as being 
frivolous. Yes. Sexual. Yeah. Um, and we are, mm-hmm. I would say. But why is that? And is that because actually all men are? I think it's... And within the straight heteronormative confines, mm. there isn't necessarily that freedom to explore that. And as a gay man, as gay men, mm-hmm. we get it. Mm-hmm. And I've said this before, actually. Like, I think one of the reasons Danny and I just work, and we have worked for so long, is we're just two guys, right? Mm-hmm. We just, we get each other. Yeah. You know, different genders are basically like different species most yeah. of the time. Mm-hmm. So is the reason, you know, that the, the gay culture and gay community is seen as sexual and frivolous and horny all the time, mm. just because we're guys? Yeah. Do you, but that's what I'm I saying, and I think, think it is, there yeah. can be a lot of haters, and you, and you see a lot of, you know, uh, you know, these crazy groups in America and mm. saying and whatever, but it's just like, I just think it's that we feel, we have been uh, oppressed, yeah. right, as, as individuals. We were, we were brought up being told that what we are is fundamentally wrong. Yeah. Um, and then when you get on the other end of that uh, exploration and figuring out who you are, having that freedom mm. in all areas of your life, including sex, is a wonderful thing. Mm. People that see it as wrong and dirty, that's on them. Yeah. You know, like, I think it's on them. However, the community gets it. I think the very nature of the fact that the LGBTQ plus community has had to historically keep things secret mm. you know when it was illegal to be gay you mm. had there was clubs but you had it was all very like yeah. underground the police often raided clubs yeah i feel like the very nature of that means that you want to rebel and the rebellious mm-hmm. nature yeah. means that you are promiscuous i yes. kind of feel like it's all a bit hand in hand yeah and you're painted you're tarred with that label but then a lot of ga- a lot of gay men feed into that Stereotype. Then there is that part of it as well. Yes, yeah. I think you know there are so many diverse groups within the community, mm. and all are welcome. You know, you can be the guy, the gay that lives in the village who mm-hmm. wants to get married to another man and have kids. Hello. Yeah. But then there. Dylan agrees. <laughs> Dylan agrees. That's Dolly. Oh, Dolly. Dylan is tap dancing underneath us. Dolly's literally like, yes, Tom. Yes, gay. But you can Go be. Gays. Yeah, gay rights. <laughs> you can be that gay, right? Yeah. But then we are multifaceted people too. So yeah. I think people would look at the likes of us. Yeah. You know, we're out of the city. Yeah. You and Nick and me and Danny, we have our child, children, mm-hmm. and we have that life. But that's not all of us, yeah. you know? And yeah. I think it's. Um, I don't know. I think it's just a wonderful community to belong to. I do too. And I, as I said, we both said at the top of the show that we love being gay. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of... I can't handle how thirsty <laughs> Dylan gets. Like <laughs> Listeners, I can't believe this is happening again. It happened, I think, in the last episode. I'm so sorry. He's thirsty. He, he drinks a lot. Yeah. That's why he's peeing. I mean, he's still drinking. <laughs> he's like slurping that drink. Oh my God. Um, don't ever work with animals. <laughs> Never. No. Um, I actually posted something on my Instagram today, and obviously by the time this comes out, it'll be a few weeks ago, but I was talking about bringing, because I've just adopted, um, bringing a child into like a gay couple, and bringing that child up with gay parents, Mm. sometimes it's quite frightening, because you immediately have to think about their friendship groups. Are their friends going to be okay with two gay parents? like two gay dads Mm -hmm. when you're out pushing a buggy and it's me and Nick are people going to be okay seeing Mm. two do you know what I mean and those are things that I still think about and actually I researched it for that Instagram post last year 
there was a, a spike, 32% spike in homophobic attacks wow. in London, in the UK. <gasps> last year alone which yeah. apparently is the biggest spike since records began mm. how fucking scary is yeah. that you just have to look at what's happening in america too right yeah it's, it's just why is everybody so obsessed with us i know it's just weird the community as a whole the, whole, the entire just love the, us the entire, instead of hating us the entire rainbow it's, yeah it's, it's everyone it's our trans siblings it's everybody there's i don't understand the obsession no. And I put up something similar. I was just saying, you know, I put up a post. Me and Danny rarely get a picture together, right? Mm. We, we were in the front of the mirror. He had a cup of tea. I was like, oh my God, let me snap this. Yeah. Because this is our reality. Yeah. The chicken nuggets were in the oven. Mm-hmm. Kai was waiting to have his dinner. <laughs> we were like, oh my God, let's get a picture. Oh, I'm in a gross t-shirt. Oh, I'm holding a cup of tea. Who cares, it's right? Fine. And I just wanted to spread the message of just living our life. Yeah. Just doing what normal people do. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if everyone could just accept that? Yeah. There's no, nothing scary going on nothing dangerous and I think we are god man I think in the early, in the noughties and in the tens major major leaps mm. we are definitely going backwards you put out on your Instagram yeah stories asking well, I, yeah. people about coming out yes and I asked um, your coming out experience was it positive or negative yeah and actually 78% said positive and yeah. 22% negative obviously we want that negative to be zero. Yeah. But that's, I don't think that's ever going to happen, sadly, because yeah. there's always going to be parents who just aren't mm. okay with it. It is like every, every, um, it's basically like anyone who has any sort of hate within them, mm. be it racism, homophobia, whatever, it is taught, right? So as long as it is still being taught, yeah. unfortunately those experiences are going to be 100%. there. We also asked, well, you also asked, um, how, what their coming out story yeah. was. And there was actually like really nice ones, there was yeah. really heartbreaking ones. There was one that stuck out for me, um, uh, a chap said he came out to his mum in the car because he, he didn't have to, um, yeah, told my mum in the, on my birthday in the car so I didn't have to look at her so she could not escape. And I actually, mm. I kind of loved that because actually some of the most crazy, mm. important conversations between me and my husband have happened in the car. In the car. And I think it's really quite like, because you just, you're not, you can't look at each other. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a good thing in that. My, I never had the sat, sit down with my family conversation. Tell me how you came out. out. Well, I never had that right. sit down, I need to tell you something. Yeah. I think I was just born gay. And they knew. And they knew. And I think it helped that my mum was and is still is in a theatre business, so mm. she's always had lots of gay people around her. But funnily enough, I was in the car, I think I must have been about 16 or 17. She had someone who she worked with who I actually saw out of heaven. Mm. And she she basically, I, I said, I think I turned around and said, oh, I saw so-and-so at heaven. Yeah. And that was the first time any we'd spoken about anything gay-related. And, and she, she knew what thought, heaven meant. She just... And we just went on like a normal conversation yeah but for me it stuck out in my head because it was the moment that it was I basically yeah Yeah. solidified that but having said that before that conversation she used to hand me like her old copies of Vogue magazine and say oh you might want to read this blah 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 so it was never like it was it was never said I don't think it you ever, you known. never came out. I never came out. It was always I'm still in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> well, she knows now. Okay, mum. <laughs> um, oh, what God. was your story like? Mine was um, 
positive, mm. but it wasn't like an all-embracing, wonderful thing. I, so yeah, I met my husband, my now husband, then boyfriend at 17, and it was our first date. And I went back to his flat. Yeah. And we were just on his bed talking, and he was just telling me, you know what, you know, if you're ever going to do this, you just need to do it. Mm. At the time, right, my family aren't big talkers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was a massive foreign idea to even do that yeah but something in my soul sitting on that bed with this guy he i could have n- never seen him again mm-hmm. if our date didn't work out or we just whatever but something told me this is now my life I, i'm going to you know because i had tried to have girlfriends i had told myself that i have to have a wife and kids i've yeah. really tried to believe that and sitting on the bed with this guy and having had a few experiences in my teens with guys i just knew this was it yeah um and I thought, I'm going to do it. And he's like, do it. And I was like, I, I don't, I hadn't, I don't think I was drunk. I don't think I, you know, mm. I just text. You had such clarity. Thank God. I can't, 17 year old me was not a clarity filled person. I was a kid. But that so moment. I'm in that moment. So mm. I text my brother. I said, hey, can you tell my mum and dad I'm gay? <laughs> <gasps> oh God. Wow. And, um, Did he, he know before that? I think everyone knew, but then they didn't want to know. They didn't want to accept it maybe. Right. So he literally... Did he call me or text me? But yeah, he called me. I think I was like, shit, shit. Do I answer? Do I answer? Uh, and he was like, "What was that text about?" <laughs> oh my god! And I was like, "Well, what do you think?" And he was like, "It's fine. I know. Do you want me to tell mum? She's home." And I was like, "Yes, please." Your brother's older than you. Or yeah, than three you? years older than me. Right. And you ever seen him? No. Oh my god, Phil Mitchell. <laughs> like we could not be more What's opposite. Your brother's name? Andrew. Andrew. Hi, he, Andrew. <laughs> he actually like. I think he he owns. A, Right. He literally is trying to be film it, oh film God, it in life. Yeah. And um, we could not be more different. Like, yeah. And he was wicked. He was like, I'll tell her. And then, yeah, he told her. And my mum then called me. And I told her I'm not coming home that night and all of that drama. Oh. And then the next you day... You made it a bigger drama than it was? Or was she okay? So the next day, my dad picked me up at the station. Mm-hmm. He said, we'll talk when we get home. Oh my god! I was like, oh, what was that? Is all, it, do you remember you that need, journey? Oh yeah, was all, it excruciating? All, all. And all you wanted was to be like, listen, it's cool. Yeah, don't worry about it. But yeah. I, mean, I didn't get you that. You didn't get that. They had to process. They had to deal with it. And I think right. it was just a very stereotypical questions. You know, I, you know, you know, you're not going to have kids. Well, tick, done that one. Yeah. Um, you know, you. It's a gen- I think it's a generational it's, thing. And it's also a real learning curve for them. Think about how they were raised. Yeah. Right? Their parents went through of war course. and yeah, all yeah. of that stuff. So, yeah, and we sat down, had the chat. We talked about AIDS, obviously. Oh, my God. Um, heavy. Yeah, really heavy. Uh, and that was that. Wow. That was that. But then, obviously, they were just fine. I literally told them I had a boyfriend a week later. And they were like... Um, I think okay. they were shocked. Were they? But then I was like... you look young, though. 17. Really, really young, yeah. yeah. My mum... Got engaged to my dad at sixteen, so you know, she 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 can't say nothing. Um, <laughs> there's one here a response on your Instagram. My <clears> mum <throat> said, "Is bloody Beth Jordash's fault from Brooks?" <laughs> <laughs> it was nineteen ninety four. I hope that was said with love. Told my nan first at a bus bus stop, crying my eyes out, and she said, "Already knew." Oh, nan. Um, Parents, we know, who cares? Not us. Your bestie isn't just your bestie, is she? Oh, I love that. Love that? Yeah. My dad is a typical builder, so I was worried, but he was great. Do you know what, though? So I asked for heartwarming stories tonight, and there's there's a good amount. And I think, isn't that wonderful that those parents that were like, we know, your bestie's not your bestie, yeah. is she? 
they allowed them to figure it out on themselves and come to them in their own time. Because I don't know how you would have felt back then, but if someone mm. asked me, I clammed up and said, no, no, I'm not. I don't feel like anyone really asked me if I was gay then, because... They just knew. Well, they just knew, <laughs> and weirdly... I know this is going to sound very odd, but my stomach's really fat. Weirdly, because I was, I was a really fat teenager, yeah. I kind of hid behind the fact that I was big. Right. And I feel like the gay thing was like secondary to my weight. Okay, yeah. I know that's a weird thing to you, process. You used it, you used it as, a, as a, yeah. a way of... So the bullies at school bullied me because I was fat rather than being gay. Got it. Because the first thing they saw was my size, yes. rather than the fact that actually I was a raging homosexual. Yeah. And all I wanted to do was look at the boys, like, in, in the shower. In swimming class and stuff. Yeah. Actually, my best friend Lee, who I met at secondary school, we both basically came out to, to each other. Nice. I have a very similar story yeah. to that, and I think that must happen a lot, right? It was, like, the best thing that could happen, mm. because we both basically then came out and did yeah. stuff together. And it was like, wow, like there's actually other people. Mm. Not only in this school. My story's exactly the same. But other people in this world and... But that's actually really nice. So that amidst all that, because I went to an all-boys school. So and did it, I. It was chaos, Oh right? my God, we should do an episode on all-boys schools. Honestly, yes, we should. I just... Yeah, because I've got something to tell you about. Did you, have a, did you have a big crush on someone? Oh, of course. Oh my God, of course. But the friend, your friend Lee and my friend... Um, we clearly deep, deep down knew, yeah. maybe. I didn't, actually, but then stuff started happening, you know, and I was like, mm. wow. And what a nice, safe space to experiment and so explore nice. um, at that age, 15, mm. 16, you know? And we, yeah, God, we parted ways, like, shortly after secondary school, but we kind of got ourselves through it together, actually, and that's a really good thing, because I was that. bullied, and it was really hard, and people were just absolute assholes. Yeah. But, um, funnily enough, uh, I've reached out to recently a couple of old secondary school friends mm. and went for a drink with them. And one of them, like, okay. well, bye and told me all about his uh, desires back then and how I was his first crush. Stop I was it. like, shut up. I had such bad acne. I was like this grease ball. And he was like, no. And I was like, wow, back oh then. Oh my God, that's insane. Then, it was more than we thought and no one said a word, right? Yeah. And so there are so many I mean my my nephew's gay he came out at 10 and That's I don't think school is like it used to be it's mm. still not great um, but you know he is great and I think things have changed since we were at school I really hope they have because yeah. my the all boys school that I went to was a horrible experience well section 28 was around when we were at school so yeah. any teacher well if it they were talking even that I feel like my school thought they were a private school and because of that, the teachers were just horrendous. So we, I remember drama was my escape. Mm. So like drama class and actually my main bully was in that class. So it was not that great. But I remember um, a part, she was like, right, someone go up and play me as the teacher. And everyone said, oh, Tom, do it. He's, he's gay. Go on, Tom can be the woman. Oh and I looked at her for like support and she was laughing. Oh my God. And then in that, I really and you remembered it. I remember, you remember this it now. to this day, right? See, and that, because of how I talked, say, and that stayed with me for 
years. But it's still so I, with you. Well, I don't think it has as much because I feel like I've found my voice and my confidence in who I am mm. over the last decade. But so. you remember these things. I remember it. And it, I got a job in a call centre and I remember trying to change my voice because mm. I was so scared that people on the end of the phone thought I would be gay or a woman. Even though I was out and proud and living... I just wow. didn't want them... It's These things stay with you. And I think there is so much trauma to unpack as a you know, I'm speaking from a gay man's point of view, but yeah. the whole community mm-hmm. has so much trauma that they could unpack. And I think, you know, that whole gay man's desire with, uh, for a straight man thing, mm-hmm. I saw a really good TikTok explaining this, um, where they said, it's validation, right? Mm. I don't really believe it's, oh, I could turn him, I could get him. Yeah. I don't, maybe for some it is. I think for gay men... That guy that was put on a pedestal at school, that was the sports captain, that was, mm-hmm. the, was the popular one, we need acceptance from him. Yeah. We, we need that. You know, he looked down on us and he was, and as we mature and become sexual beings, when I think that, that gay man obsession with the straight man thing is there, is because of that need to be validated. Mm-hmm. Ah, you do want me now. Mm-hmm. You, I am seen by you. Yeah. And that's just one tiny, tiny part of the trauma we experience, I think, especially our generation. We went deep then. Ooh. We need to talk about Gaga and Cher again. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, do you know what? Every gay has like a queen, don't they? Oh my God, yeah, I've got a few. Well, yours is, I would say yours is definitely Cher and Dolly Parton. My, so mine, I'm obsessed with like, those old school divas. Oh. And my issue now is, obviously we sadly lost <sighs> Tina Turner recently. I'm really sad. Is... Is this like the start of those kind of older... Don't. And like, God forbid. Cher will live forever. Cher will live forever. I, I, I worry about Dolly every day. How old is Dolly now? <laughs> no, I'm not even my dog, Dolly. Not your dog, Dolly. Dolly is... Well, she claims to be, I think, about 70, but who knows? She could be like 112. She could... I'm sure she is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I very much favour those kind of... Yes. Gay icons. Yeah. You're more like Gaga, Beyonce, and obviously yeah. like I love them too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say, yeah, my like go to is definitely Gaga. Love that. I love her. I just love. And Kai loves her as well, right? Kai loves Gaga. I don't know what is it about the, the gay I men and their their affinity to these. Is it because they're strong, powerful, like the Spice Girls? I was obsessed. I think it's a bit different with the Spice Girls because they were just, I think, of a moment, they really captured that zeitgeist of like Absolutely. the mid-90s. Yeah. And I feel like we needed a new girl band. Mm. I think the reason why gays love those strong women is mm. because they are strong and they're fighters. I think that's probably what that it is. That is it. And when they come out with the songs like, I will survive. Yeah. Or, you know, like, born that you were born this yeah. way. Like, I think they're talking to us. It's the longevity of it, the... The fighter attitude, the yeah. survivor attitude. Yeah. I feel like it's just got synergy with growing up gay. Our, our struggle. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Or is it just because they just wear fringed sequins? And, and they make bops. And they, well, they make bops. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I rewatched. Well, I didn't rewatch. It was on the other day. And I turned it on Mamma Mia 2. Uh-huh. Have you ever watched it? No, I've not even seen Mamma Mia. Oh, my God. What? I'm, I'm going to hand back my gay card. This yeah, you, really you've, I stripped you of your yeah. gay princess point. Get, Mamma Mia 2 is when Cher right. is in. Was Cher not in the first one? No. Oh. So she appears at the top of these, the staircase, this yeah. staircase in Mamma Mia 2. And honestly, even when I watched it the other day, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's Cher. I knew it was coming. You just love her, yeah. But I was like, you, you're just a goddess. Yeah. I saw her live. 
She is amazing. I cried the minute she came on stage no. to the minute she left. Wow. Honestly, that's the gayest sentence thing I've, I'll ever write. I think it is. 100 gay points for that. Thank you. Are you going to like travel to Vegas to see... Is she? No, she, she's done her residencies now. Who? Cher? Yeah. Well, I did read something that she's doing another one, but I don't believe that. Would you go? Hell yes. Yeah? Absolutely. Oh my God, you have to take your son. I mean, he, I think he would love it as well. Yeah. He, he's a real music person. Yeah. So he like clicks his fingers oh, and dances yeah. to music. Kaiser's saying he is obsessed with music. He loves it, he's doesn't he? Obsessed. And it's like, he will be a DJ. I know he will. But yeah. he will do something with music. Or a dancer. Or... Probably a dancer. Can he sing? No. No. Not right now. <laughs> I always say to him, do you want to go to like, you know, drama club or do this? He, he doesn't want to. No. Do you want to go to dance school? He no. might do when he's better. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so, I don't know about you, mm. but my little boy loves to kick around a football. Yeah. And it's really quite... <laughs> Are you worrying me? I'm like, oh my God, he's going to be straight. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I immediately thought he was going to be gay. Oh, no way. But honestly, I can can tell. I mean, you can never really tell, but I I feel feel confident Kai's probably going to be straight, that he's got a thing for a certain type of lady. Yeah. But we made sure that we had footballs around the house. Yeah, we just have everything. Baby B came to us. Yeah. We made sure that we had footballs and Barbies. Yeah. I'm not joking, and this is not a dr- me being dramatic. He picked up the Barbie. Yeah. He split her legs open. Oh. And he, th- he threw her on the floor. Oh. I was like, you're straight. You are a straight he man. He is not feeling the barbs. He's not feeling the barbs. And he, he hasn't... loved playing with Kai's he, Barbies. He hasn't gone back to it. Oh, he, but he is very young. He loves a football. Babes, what am I going to do? What's the offside role? No, need, I don't know. What's a goal? Oh, well, <laughs> I know a goal. I know David you Beckham. You need to nurture that. Football. What? Yeah. If he's showing a really nurture it. Yes. How do I do that? I can see you Saturday morning on the sidelines. Fuck with, you. With your thermos. That's the, the horriblest thing you've ever <laughs> said to me. <laughs> that is the most disgusting uh, thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> we literally went to a football thing last night because our neighbour was doing it. Kai's friend. And yeah, we because Kai's not into it. It was just like the most foreign thing to us. We were like, wow, this is cool. And actually, I'd love him to do something like that. Luckily, my dad is heavily into football. You will be. Uh, I will not B, be. No, if B is into it, you are going to be I will be. Into it. I will be there for it because it's his interest. Yeah. But I would definitely hand him over to dad and my nephews. If they want to go like watch a football like, match. Like bye. Yeah. It's my time. Yeah. You can do what you want. Yeah. God, who would have thought that you would have a football, a football. loving son? I mean, obviously he's still very young. He's a year and a half. So he has a lot change. of time. Yeah. I'm just... But they say like tennis stars footballers they're like kicking the balls and hitting stop balls it. at like stop it. one two stop three it. years old nurture this I'm telling you that's now that's the second you could literally thing you said I'm to me so sorry <laughs> <laughs> but hey he could literally like be a football star be the next big Jack Grealish oh my god I love this gay talk it is it's great and I do you know I think I think like the majority of people Maybe I'm in an echo chamber. Mm. I feel like the majority of people couldn't give a shit. No. You know, and that it's just the ones that do have the loudest voice. Have the loudest voices. voice. And, and it they is... just, for some reason, cut through all the good stuff. Oh, yeah. I hate those fucking people. It's really sad. It is really sad. And it does worry me because everything that's happening across the world mm. is that, like, the blueprint for... I, I don't know. I feel like if any of that shit tried to happen over here, we have... Well, America has... 
gay people on everything. It has drag race over everything. Mm-hmm. You know, how can these people be standing by letting it happen? You're not, like, some stage you can't, kids can't go and see a drag show. Yeah. I mean, where, what, sorry, do we live in 2023? Yeah, it's really, It's really actually crazy. scary. It is. Just not going so deep this time, but... Mm. I'll just say I've got to ask the gayest question. Yeah. Who's your favourite drag race star? <laughs> Do you know what? Old school. Mm. Alaska. Love Alaska. I love her. Alyssa Edwards is mine. I'm Alyssa's amazing. Obsessed. I love A Alyssa. Tongue pop. I can't do it. Oh. Oh, oh good, one. good one. I'm gonna try. <laughs> no, it's not really. Oh, I can't do it. I can't. Alyssa's amazing. Alyssa's amazing. I haven't actually followed her. Is she still the same? Still the same. Because this is. Drag races have been going longer than like most of us have been alive. Oh my god, yeah. So long. I mean, not more than I've been alive. But... No. Have Things... you had sex with women? Never. No. We're gold standard gays. I've done stuff. Yeah, but we, we have never had sex with women. Never had intercourse. No, me neither. What have you done with a woman? Well, I think I've felt like a boob or two. Oh, we've all felt a boob. I, that's, that's literally it. I've, I've never done you nothing kissed? more. Oh, kiss. You kissed a girl. Yeah, yeah. 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 I kissed a girl. And didn't like and it. And I liked it, though. Bless her. That's her all name I've was done. Amanda. Oh, Amanda, if you're listening. Yeah. I actually had a girlfriend listener. Stop. I'm doing inverted commas. Um, I mean, Amanda was my girlfriend, yeah. Yeah. Um, How did she not know? Well, she, mine wanted to go kind of like all the way. And obviously I didn't. You were a stud. And I remember her... She was so like desperate to have sex, maybe not with me, maybe just in general. You hot she, she sent me, she she sent me like... condoms in the post. <gasps> the and post, then, and then when I didn't, well, it was back, it was before like this was ye old times, ye old times. And when before, and when I didn't want to do it, she basically slept with her next door neighbor. But it was my ticket out of there. I was like, Absolutely. oh, I'm gay, bye. Absolutely, you didn't even need to feel like I'm gay. I'm like, you cheated on me, Deborah. No, it was I'm out. I really felt like it was like. Right, this is my moment. This is your moment. Oh, this wow. is my she, moment. <laughs> she was not happy with you. She, she was like, I'm going to sleep with my neighbour instead. Yeah. She got hers. She, she got hers. She, she got, got hers. She, she, I bet she's like a CEO now. She, I, I actually still have her on social media. No. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. That's amazing. If you're listening. <laughs> yeah. What was her name? I'm not so. I'll tell you off her. Um, wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, I think it's, you know... I think gay relationships have so many things at their core that are the same as every relationship. But, you know, being with someone of the same gender, I think is... There was a stat Mm. around gay parents and studies done on the children. This ain't a brag, Mm. listeners, but the stats said, and they spoke that... um, I think it was... I can't remember it, so please don't take this as, as, you know, exactly what was said, but... Mm. Um, the children of uh, gay parents, same-sex parents, are happier. Interesting. It may not have been happier. It may have been something else, but it yeah. was a really positive yeah. stat. And um, I love that. Yeah, I love that. And I'm taking that and running with that because I just think, you know, it could... I think straight parents will do amazing and they will make sure, you know, the majority... I speak to so many people on Instagram mm. that are like, what books would you recommend? They want to make mm-hmm. sure their kids have inclusivity. I'm like, I love that. Mm-hmm. So I reckon they're all doing an amazing job, but it just must be the fact that we are... Like you said, you had the Barbies and the footballs ready. Yeah. It's just having... Being a like, Kai went through a huge makeup phase, mm-hmm. you know? He doesn't even look at makeup now, but we allowed him to do it. But the difference is we didn't have that when we were growing up. 
Is that why I mean, we're I doing do. it? No, I no, yeah. I don't think that's why we're doing it. But I feel like it's amazing that that can happen now. Absolutely, because I didn't have that. Yeah, I just love being gay. Me too, babe. I think it is amazing. That's a good place to end. This I think episode. it's a wonderful place to end. I hope if you're gay, you're happy too. Yeah, be happy. Yeah. Be gay. I know in the world that we're in right now, sometimes it can be really hard. Yeah. But I think our community is so much stronger. Everyone's on the gay spectrum. Do you think? <laughs> I'm just going to put it out. Are you on the straight spectrum? No. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> no, not who. But I do think there's a bit of gay in everyone. Oh, wow. Well. That should be the name of my book. That should <laughs> There's a I, bit of gay in everyone. Yeah, I do think there's a bit of gay in everyone, yeah. Oh, well, that was a great trip. That was great. Thanks, Tom, for Thanks, coming to Tom. my house. Of course, anytime. Thanks, Liz, for listening, everyone, to Can We Talk with me, Simon. And me, Tom. If you want to follow us, please do on social media. I'm at the very Simon G. And I'm at Unlikely Dad. And please like and subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening to this. And yes. if you loved it, please leave a review. Please leave a review. I know we sound really beggy, but it just means other people see our podcast. Yeah. So there. Thank there, you so much. There we go. Until next time. Ciao for now. Bye.